Faith Forged Fathers is a podcast focused on navigating fatherhood and growing what God has called us to be as fathers. My name is Matthew Green. I'm a father of two young sons, and the mission of this podcast is to provide a wide array of experiences, perspectives through interviewing guests from all stages of fatherhood. My hope is that we'll all learn together, gain encouragement and wisdom along the way. Thanks for listening. Welcome to this episode of Faith Forged Fathers. Today's going to be a bit different. I'm going to do another solo episode. I've had the pleasure of talking to a lot of fathers uh, since starting this podcast, and I've been really uh, excited about that. It's been a really cool opportunity for people to share maybe some takeaways that they've had from the podcast so far, how it's impacted them, uh, and asking me some questions. Kind of going back to episode one, I am by no means an expert. I am by no means a perfect father in any stretch of the imagination. I am uh, right alongside everybody else, just trying to grow and be the best father uh, I can and do so in the most biblical way possible. But in some of the conversations that I've been having with people lately, there's been a couple common themes that have arisen. And I thought it would be kind of interesting just to come on and do an episode where I just touch on a couple of, again, the common threads that I'm seeing and maybe just provide some practical uh, feedback uh, or advice that will hopefully help those uh, maybe dealing with some of the same things some of my other brothers are uh, as well. So three of the things that keep coming up in, in terms of you know maybe struggling to, to find their groove with their faith or just kind of unsure where to start. The three are hectic and busy schedules. Two, really not sure where to start. And three, kind of just intimidated by maybe the the position of spiritual leader in the family or uh, just kind of what does that look like, right? So I kind of want to unpack those three topics and that's going to be the focus. So busy schedules, you know, especially with kids, you know, we're, I would say most people listening to the podcast are currently fathers. There may be some uh soon to be or, or hopeful one day. Uh, but I think the vast majority of people are parents. And so busy schedules kind of are, I feel like, par for the course. Whether that's, you know, work, helping take care of the family after work, cooking dinner, putting kids to bed, reading stories, doing bath time, everything. It's pretty remarkable how fast our day gets filled up. And it's really hard to carve out that margin that God deserves. And he ultimately deserves our our best and first and foremost. But, you know, just being honest, sometimes that's really difficult to carve out. And so just kind of wanted to start there. And one thing that's been really apparent, my church is currently doing a 21-day fast uh, of prayer and fasting. And so I've picked a couple things to do. Some of it's, you know, cutting back on coffee, something that I, I really, really love. But some of them are just ways for me to to create more margin in my day, whether that's trying to limit time on my phone, which is a huge one. It's really surprising when you're when you're intentional about how your day spent, how much how many pockets of time can be found. And so I just I wanted to start there because it's really eye opening when you're purposeful about maybe limiting things that we assign a lot of value to that when you take those away and replace them with time with God, how much I feel more 
I've been getting out of my days than having the things that I thought were important. And so that just kind of wanted to start start there. I think a uh, uh, one notion that a lot of people have, and you know, I think Josiah hit on this really well in, in the prior episode uh, on the podcast, is you know you don't necessarily have to have a structured, predefined time that you sit down every single day in order to have a strong relationship with God. Uh, our relationship with God is to be um, something that's continuous, right? It's not an hour on Sundays. It's not 30 minutes at the table in the morning. It's something that's continuous. I really like in First Thessalonians 5, uh, verse 16, it says, Rejoice always, pray continuously, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Right? It's rejoice always and pray continuously, right? That's throughout our day. So if you're struggling with a busy schedule, you know, that's okay because you can weave your conversations into your in, in your interactions with God into things that maybe you haven't thought of in the past, right? Going on walks, right? Rather than maybe listening to music or, or podcasts, you spend time in solitude and prayer. When you're driving, you know, even if you're listening to Caleb or everyone, maybe you drive in silence and you spend that time in prayer or you listen to the Bible app or something like that. Going back to like, you know, phones, like if you do an honest assessment of screen time, right, is there, you know, any margin in your day that can be be carved out? And so it's just finding those practical ways to have a uh, a more real-time conversation or relationship with God that I think you'll start to feel that relationship woven through your day. And it's a part of all aspects of your day, right? It's, you know, grateful for, you know, the beautiful sunrise that you, you know, you're looking at on your way to work, uh, little moments throughout your day, things you're grateful for, things you need help with. It's, you know, you go to, go to him in all circumstances. It's not only when things are going bad or only when things are going good, it's, you know, you're always rejoicing, praying continuously and giving thanks in all circumstances. So uh, I would say if you're you're struggling to feel like you can carve out the time, just start to sprinkle in, you know, prayer throughout your day. And then also maybe just find time to, it's like kind of habit stacking, right? Rather than listening to music and doing an activity, you know, spending time with God in silence, uh, maybe is a good good replacement. So that's one set of advice I would give for the the person or the dad struggling with a busy schedule, right? Just find those pockets where you can just have an intentional conversation. That'll go a long way. The second topic, not sure where to start. I think this one's totally understandable, especially, you know, if you aren't familiar with the Bible. And again, to be completely transparent, like I have not gone through it, you know, front to back. There's a lot in there that I haven't gotten to yet. It's really easy to be intimidated by kind of where to start. But over the last couple of years, I would say if I had to make a recommendation to somebody who's struggling on, you know, even just where to start, whether it's, you know, sitting, they're sitting down, they've got their Bible in front of them, they've carved out the time. Now, where do I go? I would recommend you simply start with one of the four gospels. I, you know, maybe even just start with Matthew. It's the first book in the New Testament. And the thing I love about that is it'll help get you kind of oriented to the life and ministry of Jesus, which is at the heart of our faith. 
know, Jesus is our Lord, our Savior, and being able to study, you know, his life and, and his ministry and, and the signs and wonders and is it the interactions with the disciples and everything is going to be captured um, in those gospels. And I think is a really good place to start. Like how much a day or even a week do you need? Like it's pretty remarkable how much even just a couple verses can can impact your heart, uh, can change your day, your week. And then even if you're pairing those with say your walks or your drives, you know, a verse or two paired with a drive to work, kind of just thinking on it, praying on it, again, can really have a monumental impact. Small chunks of reading that you're intentional about internalizing, praying for discernment and understanding, and go from there, right? It's not about how fast can you get through it. It's how uh, intentional are you with, with spending time in God's word and uh, just doing your best to internalize the best you can. And I think even a, a way you could even take that a step further, like if you're really wanting to start integrating more into your family, right, from a fatherhood capacity, is maybe you share with your wife or you share with your kids like, hey, you know, I, I was reading through Matthew today and I thought that this was cool or I thought this was neat or this is what I learned today. Not just so you can say, hey, guys, look, I read, but showing the family your excitement around, you know, what you read or what you learned and then starting maybe your wife read it and, you know, saw something different or interpreted. And now you guys get to have a really rich conversation or you your kids are like, oh, that's amazing. I didn't know that, you know, and you're starting to kind of impart and they're seeing you kind of walk the walk, right? They're seeing you uh, live, live it out. And I think that that's really important. And a component of not being sure where to start is, I think that can, that can help with that, I should say, is the importance of community. I think a lot of spiritual maturation happens when we're together. Right? I, the Bible, I think, is pretty persistent about the importance of us being in community with uh, other believers. You know, Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen: as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Uh, Galatians six two: carry each other's burdens, in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Right? It's not saying, uh, you know, figure it out by yourself. Or it's, you know, carry one another's burdens, you know, when two or more are gathered, Christ is present. Like, it's very clear. I mean, Jesus spent his ministry with, you know, the 12 disciples, right? He didn't do it in isolation. Yes, there's moments where he may have gone off to pray, but he always returned back to, to the disciples. So don't underestimate just simply getting in community with other uh, believers, whether that's small group, maybe just grab a buddy or two. It's been really encouraging the last you know, two months since starting the podcast, how many awesome conversations I've got to have, frankly, with people I didn't expect to, whether it's because I didn't know they were fellow believers or I didn't know what was going on in their life, right? And just simply starting to have those conversations has, has been incredibly rewarding. So maybe start to have just some intentional conversations with some of the close people in your life. And I think that that'll be... Uh, really impactful for kind of helping you start to feel more comfortable in growing in your faith and maybe where to go, right? They'll share maybe their favorite book and now you can go dive into that with them. You guys do a Bible study together. And I think it really just starts to organically take off. 
And so the last topic that's come up a couple times in conversation is kind of a feeling of intimidation. And I and I hit on that a bit in that last section. But I think the intimidation that some folks have shared is around like what is being a spiritual leader of my family, right? As fathers were called to lead our families. I would be remiss if I said that I don't still struggle with that intimidation. It was a huge, huge thing for me when I and Erica and I first got married because she knows still way more about the Bible or what's, you know, it, she could tell you every book in the Bible. She's read, I think, most, if not all at this point. She's just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the Bible. And she's just an incredibly godly woman. Um, and that's something I just, I adore and love so much about her. And so I was intimidated. I'm like, how am I supposed to lead somebody as their husband and eventually as a father of of our kids when I know so much less than her? She's so much further on her faith journey than I am. Where do I start with that? And I had to remind myself, leaders don't always know the most about a given topic. You don't have to be an expert in all things to effectively lead people. What I think it really boils down to is me creating an environment for my family for us all to grow and thrive in our relationship with Christ. You know, if my wife knows more than me, like I'm going to keep encouraging her to 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 learn even more, right? My children have a like a that childlike faith that you know we're called to to emulate as well and I just want to keep stoking that fire for them, right? And then along the way, I'm going to keep pouring myself into my relationship with Christ so I can ultimately, you know, am I aspiring to to be the most well uh, most well read and know my Bible, you know, through and through and and just have a, an incredibly deep and mature relationship with God. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean I can't be an effective spiritual leader for my family in the meantime. You know, it's my responsibility to make sure that we're showing up on the weekends. My children are in their classes. We're in community with people. We're spending time individually in our Bibles and in prayer and just being purposeful about those kind of things and creating an environment for the family for everybody to thrive i think that's what's it's leading by example for sure but it's also creating uh, and encouraging my family to pursue their relationship with jesus as the number one priority so to summarize again uh, common themes that have come up in conversation a lot lately have been how do I overcome a busy schedule? And I think the key is, is to not overwhelm yourself with being able to block off big chunks of time, but just be more purposeful about how do I weave my faith into all aspects of my life through small intentional conversations and maybe even just small bite-sized pieces of scripture that you spend some time just kind of marinating on a bit uh, and even use maybe as a source of your prayers. The second one, not sure where to start. I think just starting baseline with understanding and learning about the life and ministry of Jesus through the, through the Gospels, I think is a really, really good place to start. Again, 
just a couple verses, maybe a chapter, you know, a day if possible. Uh, and I think sharing that with community, whether that's your wife, your kids, or your small group, will really start making you feel more more comfortable and get that momentum going. And, and you'll start to feel your, that relationship with, with Jesus just really start to, to grow uh, and strengthen. And then lastly, the feeling of intimidation. And I think it's just being encouraged that by pouring yourself into your faith and ultimately just setting your family up to to grow in their relationship with Jesus is the ultimate way to lead. Uh, walk the walk, yes, but make sure that you are uh, encouraging and enabling your family to grow uh, as much as they can. And I think you'll see the, your family flourish because of that. So I know this episode was a little bit different than prior. I know my, my most episodes have been interview-based to this point, but just kind of had this on my heart to share. Hope it was helpful. Would love some feedback. And if you could share this episode uh, or some prior episodes with anybody that you know, friends, families, uh, or just anybody you think that it would resonate with, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you guys next week. If you enjoyed this episode of the Faith Forged Fathers podcast, please leave us a five-star review on whichever podcast platform you're listening from. Subscribe to the podcast and also head on over to Instagram and follow at Faith Forged Fathers. Thanks again for listening.